At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line, week 12 closes tonight. Seahawks at Washington. Right now, it's a pick em. You can find one either way, whatever book you're looking at. But we welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. We've got Step Into My Office coming up in just a little bit. Michael has something to say to some of these coaches. Before we do, how about Tampa Bay? in Indy yesterday in Indianapolis. That was a wild game. And Lenny Fournette, all of a sudden, he's found the fountain of youth, four touchdowns. Let's talk about that game, Michael. Well, you know, uh, I thought that this was a game that was going to be a really hard matchup for the Colts because I thought the Colts would stop the, the uh, excuse me, I thought the Bucks would stop the Colts running game. And I thought it would put all the pressure on our man, our man Carson Wentz to make some plays and have to handle it, you know, and him have to go in there and and throw it and put the burden of responsibility on on Ricky Fowler Wentz here, <laughs> and and it, and they did. And the longer the game went on, I mean, the, the the Bucks scored 38 points and didn't score in the first quarter. You know, the longer the game went on, Brady got more comfortable. They could run it, they could throw it. He was only in third down, third down eight times in the game, and when he got the ball back with what three minutes to go in the game, did anybody on the planet Earth think they weren't going to win the game? No. I mean, if you held a Colt ticket, you were praying they kicked the field goal. Right. If you yeah. held the Colt ticket, and if you held the if you held the Bucks ticket, you were praying they put the game away. And they put the game away. So it came right down there. But it, to me, it didn't surprise me. This is the problem when you're a one-dimensional team. You know, this is when you play the good teams that make you play left-handed. Can you win playing left-handed? And we got, the, we got our answer on the Colts yesterday. And he talks about it potentially being a shootout. It was, uh, let's see, 69 points scored in the matchup. Ended up closing two and a half, three, whatever book, uh, depending on what book you went to. But Tampa Bay covers 38-31 as favorites on the road in Indy. Uh, but, I mean, Indy's still in the mix, obviously. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's, there's so many teams, like, still in the mix. And Andy's certainly still one of them. No doubt. I mean, no doubt they're still in the mist. I mean, you know, when you, like I was saying earlier, you know, like the Giants are, you know, the Eagles are five and seven thinking, thinking they're going to the playoffs. The, the Giants are four and seven. They're, they're, there's not much difference between the two teams, right? Right. So, you know, right now Atlanta is, is the eighth spot in this playoff picture in the NFC, believe that or not. And Matt Ryan said yesterday after the game, his best football was ahead of us. The hard part to me, I said this to Will Hill yesterday, Atlanta was a good pick, but nobody knew if Patterson was going to play. They weren't a good pick if Patterson wasn't playing. Right. If you knew he was playing, they were a really good pick. 
Yeah, and they were on the road at Jacksonville. Ended up closing a point-and-a-half favorite Atlanta, a 21-14 winner. Uh, it offense, They're going to have to make some changes in Jacksonville offensively because it's just it's, it's hard to watch. It's painful. It's very hard to watch. How about your boy Urban? How about your boy Urban? They asked Urban after the game. They said, why was James Robinson not in there on short yards? And he said, he said, you'll have to check with Schottenheimer and Bevel. I don't, I don't mm. micromanage. Mm. That's what he said. I mean, now I'm bringing this up because as betters, do we want to bet on him? No. <laughs> That's no, very passive. No, of course we don't. That's very passive as of well. Of course we don't. I mean, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want his best players on the field. You think he's not in the headset saying, hey, you know, get somebody on the field. So, look, I, I, I think Jacksonville, they're the, you know, they're the 16th seed in the AFC right now. Actually, Houston's ahead of them because of their one win against them. And Patterson, you just nailed it. 16 carries, 108 yards. He had 27 through the year. He had the two touchdowns. He's just everything for that Atlanta offense, especially with the receiver being out uh, due to mental illness. I mean, it's just right now. So, again, just to your point, so Jacksonville turns around. They're on the road at the Rams. You want to take a stab at what the number is next Sunday at the Rams, Jacksonville traveling? Uh, it's going to be just a shade under a touchdown, 13, 13 and a half in you there. It. I 13. think two touchdowns, 13, uh, and I think it'll go to 14 and a half by next Sunday. I, these are the kind of games where, you know, the Jacksonville, the, 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 like when they played the Giants, this is when the Rams start to look like the Rams. You know, I mean, because look, who, they're not going to block this front. They're not going to block the Rams front. This is when the Rams kind of can – everybody starts talking about how great they are. Look at Von Miller. Look at all these – you know, when they can play against bad teams. I mean, how, are they, how is Jacksonville going to score points in this game? And that, I don't think the Rams are good on defense. I really don't. I want to ask On you, the road? Yeah. I mean, no, they went right. up to Seattle. They went up to Seattle and got beat. What, they, what did they get beat up in Seattle? 31-3? to That was ugly. Against a yeah, bad Seattle Yeah, of course Seattle it was ugly. Team. Against a bad Seattle team. The conversely, I want to ask you about that defense with Los Angeles. Before I do, I want to. We were just talking about Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Well, it, they Atlanta will host Tampa Bay next Sunday. Do you want to take a stab at this number? Tampa Bay at Atlanta. I'm going to say eight. It's all the way up to eleven. As a matter of fact, a couple of books have Tampa Lane eleven and a half, which is a steep price. Well, I mean, I could see it. I mean, you know, Tampa will take away Patterson, and then what do they have? Right? Yeah. I mean, remember that game they played earlier this year? I think Tampa just – it was a game for about a quarter and a half, and then it was week two of the season. It ended up 45-48-25. Yep. How are they going to stop them? You know? I mean, Atlanta's defense is not very good. But, you know, they, they'll have a hard time. You know, Brady will be – Brady won't rest. I mean, the Bucks have Atlanta – then they play the Bills, the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets, the Panthers. Are they not going to? I mean, tell me where they lose here. Maybe Buffalo? Maybe? Maybe. All right, so what are they? How many wins? You know, they're at, they're at, uh, they're at eight and three. Let's say that they're going to end up 13 and four. The news, by the way, Michael, quickly, CeeDee Lamb is officially good to go for Thursday. That just pops up. So um, we're going to be missing McCarthy on Thursday night. COVID protocol, Dallas at New Orleans. CeeDee Lamb looks like he's going to play. That number has dropped everywhere officially, five and a half. A couple of books are showing fives with the Cowboys at the Saints. I just wanted to get that in. Now, to your point about the Rams. That was a mash unit up front for the chart for the Packers yesterday. I'm looking at a replay of it right now, and they could. They it's just the pressure wasn't there. You expected more from that defensive front for the Rams. The ball came out. That left tackle for 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 um, for the Packers. I can't say his name. I mean, you know, he plays high. He plays. He got pushed in the back all the time. But the ball came out so quick they couldn't do anything. Yep. If you're going to play soft man coverage against Aaron Rodgers and allow him to throw outs and hitches and do the, do his stuff, the ball's going to be accurate and it's going to be the receiver has no choice but to catch it. I mean, it was really uh, unbelievable. I thought I thought you know what's the sense of paying Jalen Ramsey all that money for if you're not going to put him on Parker or double Parker and put him on the second receiver? Like if you're not going to play straight bump and run man to man, why not? Like, you got to be able to disrupt the – you're not going to let Aaron Rodgers back. They threw 45 times, you know, he's not gonna, and you're not disrupting his passing game. I mean, they look like the best team in football to me. I mean, right now they're the number two seed. I mean, Arizona's still the number one seed, but 
to me, that was that was a butt kicking yesterday, don't you think? I mean, oh. they just and, and I've called the Rams. I'm so mad at myself because I've called the Rams soft. I know they're soft. You know, they they won't run the ball. They're doing everything against the McVay protocol of what he built the program on. And yet, I went with them yesterday because I thought the Packers were that beat up. And even wounded, the Packers have now beaten some good teams. They beat Arizona wounded, and they beat the Rams. Well, how about the Packers? They're 9-3, and three and they're heading into their bye. Defense continues to shine. They didn't have Zadarius Smith. They didn't have Jair Alexander yesterday. And their front four, conversely, was getting pressure all game on Stafford. It was just it, it dominance. That Rams offensive line is bad. Bad. No, no matter how you want to cut it. And, and it's been bad for years. It's been bad for years. It was exposed in the Super Bowl by Belichick. But the reality is, because they ran the ball so effectively, that they could, they could compensate for it. They fired Aaron Cromer this season. I don't know why they did that. Cromer was a really good line coach. He had those guys playing at a higher level than they're playing right now. And that move by Sean McVay, I think, hurt him by getting rid of Cromer. And I, I think that was a serious problem. And I think now they, they are so pass-happy, they're so much about let's throw the football over the lot, that they've lost their identity. They have no run. They, don't even, they, they run a little bit, but they get bored. You know what's interesting, too, is obviously Odell had the 81-yard touchdown uh, completion with Stafford, but to compare him to Robert Woods is not fair to Robert Woods. Robert Woods is on another level, Odell Beckham Jr., and that is a big miss for this Rams team. No, I mean, look, it's just, it's, it's PR. I mean, you know, LeBron says he's great, so we got to sign him. Let's sign him. I mean, like, well, they, they could have used some other players. They certainly could use an inside offensive lineman if they could have found one. They have no, I mean, Von Miller's the same thing. Did you feel Von Miller's presence in no. that game yesterday? No. I said, against what, what, the, against that tackle from what, the, 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 the tackle he was going against? I mean, and can I ask you that, why that, Ramsey wasn't blank? Like, isn't that a, a source of pride? Why isn't he blanketing? Why isn't there an island with him and Devontae Adams and then everything else? Why? I don't I mean, get that. Raheem Morris, I thought, was a good hire for McVay. I don't, it, he hasn't proven to be. From the first game of the year, they haven't been good defensively. Like, Andy Dalton went down the field on him in the opening game. I mean, Andy Dalton, I mean, now look, they beat up. I mean, and here's the other thing. I, well, let's have a conversation. Who have the Rams beaten that is a good team? The Bucks in Week Three, yes. That's okay, I give you that one. Who have they beaten? They've gotten handled by Arizona. San Francisco whooped them. Green Bay whooped them. Who have they beaten? That's a good team. Tell yeah, me the Bucks. Other than one team, the Bucks. Yeah, I'm taking a look right now. It's Cardinals beat them up big time at home. Remember by 17. Cardinals beat them big time at home. San Francisco beat them up big time at home. I mean, San Francisco, the last two weeks, they've given up 400 and 335 yards. They've given up over 370 yards. The Rams beat, the, had ba one they beat the Bears, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Giants. Yeah, you're right. They haven't beat really they haven't beat beat anybody. anybody outside of Tampa. Outside of Tampa. And the two big home games, to be fair, remember the Titans came in all beat up, and they, and they absolutely beat up the Rams in Los Angeles. The Titans just, the Titans just were tougher than they are. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I don't think the Rams are taking a different approach. They, they're not the same team. No, I think that's fair. You know, we've gone through an hour and 11 minutes of this Monday's edition of the Lombardi line. We haven't even touched on the dominance that is the New England Patriots. And we will. I promise. But next, some of these coaches need a lesson. They need to step into Michael Lombardi's office, and we're going to get into that next as we continue along. You can follow us on Twitter at Live, Michael Lombardi on Twitter, M Lombardi NFL. Step into my office next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi... Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, new feature over at vcin.com slash NFL. It's the prop tracker. You can keep up with the key NFL props. So, for example, MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. You can get the current odds, line movements, and trends. Check out the new prop tracker. Betting splits, key trends over at vcin.com slash NFL. That's vcin.com slash NFL. Okay, every Monday as the dust settles here, on another week in the NFL, uh, Michael Lombardi likes to invite a few into his office. And so this mm-hmm. week, we're going to start, Michael, uh, a yeah. terrible loss and a listless performance by the Steelers. Here comes head coach Mike Tomlin. What would you say to him? I'd say, Coach Tomlin, look, you, you know, the reality, we all know. We all know it. We all see it. You know, it's like the uh, commercial, you know, we all see it. When we're walking through the Home Depot, don't be like your parents. We all see it. We know Ben's <laughs> not. We all know it. We all see it. We don't need to talk about it. You know, I'm sure if we, if NBC does a does a, uh, a Steeler game, Chris will tell us there's nothing wrong with Ben. Everything's great. But the reality of it is, is we know it's over, right? We know it's done. Let's just focus on trying to get the team in 2022 really ready to play. Let's, let's really drill down now on some of these young players we have on our roster. Let's not worry about Joe Hayden coming back off injury reserve. It'll make us better in the short term, but it's not going to make us better in the long term. He's going to have to go next year, too. Let's focus on improving this team and build. Let's start today on 2022. We can't fix the quarterback until then, so let's do everything in our power around it and just try to manufacture the best way we can. Let's improve. Let's use this as spring ball. Let's use these next weeks as spring ball. I'm not saying we're not going to try to win the game. We're, we are. We're going to try to, but we're going to play our young guys. We actually played better against the Chargers than we did against, than we did against the Bengals by playing our young players. Let's go play some of these young guys. Let's find out. Let's not leave the season without a yes or no verdict on a lot of these young players because we can't win. We're not going to be able to compete for a Super Bowl, Super Bowl this year, not where we are currently offensively. And then I think, Coach, you really have to take a look at, at what Matt Canada's doing offensively. I don't know how many more tight end under sweeps we can possibly run. Like, I don't know. He ran them at, at Pitt until nauseam. He took them to LSU. He ran them until nauseam. Like, at some point, when are we going to come up with something new? Like, we got to try to change a little bit of what we're doing. There it is. Great stuff. Mike Tomlin, step out of the office, make way for Jalen Hurts. Three picks, two in the red zone, 14 of 31, 129 through the air, no touchdowns. What are you going to say to Jalen? Jalen, you sit in front of me like a lot of players in this league that have been able to use their athleticism and their skill to dazzle the National Football League but not sustain it. And until you're willing to work on being a pocket passer – you will not have a long-term career in the National Football League. You will have intermittent success, but you're no different than any player that once they get a book on you, you've got to be able to destroy the book. And you better work hard on that. And you've got enough skills to compensate in some other areas, your ability to run, your toughness, your, your ability to, tr- to, to, tr- to make plays in critical situations. But until you learn how to throw the ball with precision, with timing, with rhythm and accuracy, it's not going to work for you, and we got to work on that, and it's got to get better. 
It has to get better because we can't win seven of the last eight weeks when you throw for less than 200 yards. We can't do it. We can run for all the yards we want, but once we play behind, once teams make us play outside our comfort zone, we won't be effective. Jalen has written down a question he'd like to ask you. He slid the piece of paper to me, so I'll read it to you. He said, uh, can I be a frontline starter in the NFL? Jalen Hurts wants to know, moving forward, can he be a starter? I don't think so. You know, and being brutal, until you change how you throw the ball, you say, "Why am I different? Why is Lamar Jackson different than I am?" Well, Lamar is uniquely faster than you are. He does throw the ball better than you do at times. He does throw the ball better, and he makes more plays. But you are a you are a poor man's Lamar, and Lamar struggles when he gets to those really key games in January where the team needs to win a title. Even his MVP season, he got eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. That ain't gonna be good enough. Thank you, Jalen. Appreciate it. In comes somebody you know pretty well. Sun coach was with him. Team struggling. A 33 loss down in Miami yesterday. Matt Rule steps into Michael Lombardi's office. You, you know, I think the number one thing we've got to be able to do is we've got to be able to get better defensively. I know everybody focuses on our inability to quarterback. We can't do anything with the quarterback position right now. The Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, we've got to fix that this offseason. But what we've got to do is play better defensively. We've got to use all these corners that we've accumulated, whether it's Gilmore and Dante Jackson. We've got to be able to start jamming them. We've got to be more physical. We're going to have to win the game with our defense, and we've got to spend more time in the kicking game. We can't let a, our margin for victory is so small, we can't let a punt get blocked. You know, what they did yesterday was they brought the gunner in, and so the end man on the line went to block the gunner, but he didn't block the end, the end man on the line. He thought somebody else was going to block him, and that guy blocked the punt. And so we've got to do a better job of handling the situations, and we've got to get physically more tougher. We just have to. And I think we've got the team wants to win, the team wants to excel, but we are building for next year as well, and it starts now. We've got to change the run game. We have to have more direct runs, more power runs, because, look, let's face it, we've signed McCaffrey to a long-term extension. We're not getting rid of him, but we know he's not going to play 16 games. So we're going to have to come up with a way to where we can win games without him. There it and is. And we've got to utilize the skill set. And uh, say hi to... Your son, Matthew, Matt, please. <laughs> Say hi to Dino, too, even though he was pulling for the wrong team yesterday. Miami has Dolphins. <laughs> they, that's a fact. Let's be fair. Uh, that's Matt Rule. Out of the office, into the office comes Kirk Cousins. And in the notes, Matt has lined up behind right guard <laughs> instead of center. Well, so, Kirk Cousins. Look, Kurt, I, I think you know. I, I think there are times where you are one of the best players in the league, and there are times where I just don't understand what's going on, you know. And and I know that it's not your fault that you get paid all this money because your agent did a great job, and the and the punter from Washington was dumb enough to keep letting franchises. But you got to have to make some plays in the clutch. You got to have to carry the team, and you're going to have to be smart with the football. And we still have this season within our reach. Really, we still have the season. We may not have, uh, you know, we may not have uh, Dalvin Cook moving forward. His injured shoulder, he might miss a couple of weeks. So we need you to make the plays that we have to make, and we're counting on you to do that. And when it, when push comes to shove, you've got to be able to make it. I know they dropped the ball, but on fourth down, we can't throw the ball 25 miles over the guy's head. You know, we got to be able to do this, and you've got to be able to get into the plays you want to get into, like the two runs in the red zone that you ran, we got to be in better looks to run those runs. They were, they were not going anywhere. We wasted two plays trying to run the ball against bad looks. we got to do better than that. Thank you, Kirk. Appreciate it. I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Michael, and this one's interesting because we know Lincoln Riley has taken the job. He's leaving Boomer Sooner, headed to Los Angeles for USC. The rumors are Oklahoma wants Cliff Kingsbury. He's got the one seed right now in Arizona and the NFC. He's got one year left on his deal. If Kingsbury came in to ask your advice about what to do moving forward. What would you say? I'd say, Cliff, you got a better job at Arizona. You know, you got the quarterback that you wanted. Yep. And you've got an organization that wants you. And to be honest with you, the reason this job opened, Lincoln Riley went to USC, is because he knows how hard of a job it's going to be. He didn't want to have to go into Alabama. He didn't want to have to go into A&M on consecutive weekends. He didn't want to have to go play Ole Miss with a good player. You know, he chose the path of least resistance. The reason he isn't the head coach of Oklahoma anymore is because 
he once Oklahoma and Texas went in the Southeast Conference, it got too hard. Yeah. It got too hard. So why would you want to go do it? Just sit tight. They're going to pay you here. You're the guy. You've proven to be a hell of a coach. You have all the chips. It's just rumors. Stay right where you are. You've proven that you belong here. You've proven your team's ready to go. And you've proven you deserve it. And news just popped up. It used to be news when somebody entered the transfer protocol. It's not anymore. Spencer, Spencer Rattler Spencer is going to leave Oklahoma. Shocking. Could that you, Shocking. Right? <laughs> Nobody saw that one coming, huh? Used to be news, man. It ain't news anymore. Hey, how about shout to your boy Billy Napier getting a huge job at Florida? Love Billy. I think Billy will do a great job down there. You know, I think that was a great. I think Billy was really, this is an important lesson for a lot of coaches. Wait. Don't take the best job. You know, I think you've got to be able to take a job that fits what you do. Take a job that fits your your skill set and you're comfortable knowing the players that you're going to coach, you're going to be comfortable coaching. And I think Billy Napier will do that. I think, you know, he, let, he leaves a really good job at Louisiana. He waited. He could have had the Arkansas job. He could have had the Ole Miss job. He could have had the Missouri job. I'm sure he could have had the Mississippi State job. He could have had a lot of jobs in the Southeast Conference. He waited for the one he wanted. thought he was going to get LSU. Our man Carl Johnson said, now this is from my man Carl, and he's reliable. He said that, <laughs> that LSU had prepared a caterer for Sunday night for a big announcement. For Jimbo? And Carl they, had Jimbo going they, there as well. And they canceled it. They canceled. I heard you say at 30. I heard you, Matt, Matt Santos. They, they canceled it. Why? Mr. Riley might have left them at the altar. I'm just saying. Link, and you know what Lincoln will do? He, he coaches up quarterbacks. He's got Heismans under, on his resume. He's going to keep those kids in Orange County there in Los Angeles. You know, that's that's yeah, cool. but that's, he's going. He nah, he gonna take all the national kids. Watch, that, that's what he's going to do. He's gonna take all the like the national the kid that was going to Oklahoma is coming out right, of USC. I'll come with him to USC, Los Angeles. It's, it's great weather. Coming back with Josh next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Cyber Monday. This is a limited time offer, so make sure you check it out. So you're going to get 99 bucks through the Super Bowl College Pro. Everything we offer, point spread weekly, free picks every single day, emailed to you. And then, just for just because we're nice and Bill AD is very nice, 20 bucks in credit at the VEASAN store as soon as you sign up right now. So you can get hats, T-shirts, all the swag we offer over at the VEASAN store for, you know, 20 bucks on us. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Hurry, though. Limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're doing well on this Monday. Josh Applebaum joins now. Market Insights is the pod. And, of course, betting across America with Pritch. Hi, Josh. How's it going? Hey, Patrick. Hey, Michael. Happy Monday. And, guys, you know, looking back to yesterday before we dive into this Monday Night Football game, kind of a public uh, sort of day here. You know, we've seen dogs cash pretty consistently. uh, But you really saw kind of the revenge of some home field advantage and some of these popular favorites coming through. So, decent day overall, you know, for the the betting public here. You look at favorites, 6-5 and ATS. Uh, You even had a really trendy dog there like, like, uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers where sharp move toward the Rams. Remind me, guys, never to bet the Rams and Lambeau again with Stafford here. Uh, It's really rough, but we saw that in the playoffs and again yesterday with that move again plus one and a half to minus one and a half it didn't matter public got that one right didn't outsmart themselves took Rodgers at Lambeau at home but also overs over six and five as well so again a season where we've had a lot of these dogs and unders you kind of had the other way and we saw that regression kind of rear its ugly head if you're a contrarian mind better yesterday uh, public cash big on Tampa Bay obviously four net getting that touchdown there instead of a push if you had the three you end up covering with that late touchdown Baltimore even those four picks from uh, from Lamar Jackson, you know they covered the uh, the three there. That was a buy low spot. I, I like the points there with with Cleveland, uh, but they end up covering the primetime game. But you get, give tip your cap to some of these gross plays, guys. Look at the Giants plus four. That was a really really lopsided play. I know TG was happy about that. A lot of money there coming in on Philly. Giants get it done at home. The Jets three to two and a half get it done, and then late movement to Miami, guys. Remember they were getting two and a half. Got down to one and a half or one. They end up coming through. Uh, so again, it has been a dog in an under year. But yesterday you saw uh, really these favorites and overs do well for the public. 
The Browns-Ravens, of course, that closed off the night. Yeah, the Giants. You can't, (laughs) Michael, if you can, you know how we talk about Cincinnati being a team, and I I thought about why you're all in on Cincinnati now. You know why? Because he's given the football to Joe Mixon. Mixon had two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. He had, I I, I don't know how many carries, but I know he had well over 120 yards on the ground. So they're starting to feed him the football, which is huge for Cincinnati. But plus, I mean, the first time they played them, they dominated them. And then they played Pittsburgh the second time and dominated them even more. I mean, so like they're do- I mean, they're they control it. I mean, they've got it. They, they're they're playing well enough that's, that Pittsburgh had no answers for them. And you got to give them credit. Now, you know, the Browns came down there and beat them. But I have a feeling if they, they go up and play the Browns again, the way the Browns are playing currently, they won't beat them. 28 carries for Mixon. That's like old school. <laughs> we're, yeah. going, we're going old. We're going Barry Sanders type of volume as far as toting the rock. 28, 165, two touchdowns, which makes throwing the football for Burrow so much easier. And you see, I, listen, t- time of possession was dominant, over 11-minute advantage there. Three turnovers by Pittsburgh. That was about as ugly as it gets yesterday, Michael, for Pittsburgh. It, it was really bad. I mean, they, it was horrible. They were never in the game. You know how sometimes you feel like, you know, like when I was watching the Ram game from the first quarter, I said to myself, there's no way the Rams are winning this game. There's no way. I was cursing myself for for going with them on the pick because I I felt like there was no way. You could just tell from the first quarter. And in the first quarter of the Pittsburgh game, it went from bad to worse. Yep, you nailed it. So, Josh, tonight's interesting because – the line movement has just been in a tight window, right, as far as Seattle at Washington. First off, it's going to be very bitterly cold. It's going to be cold. Uh, but two wins in a row for Washington, two good teams as well. Seattle comes in struggling, yet this number, which I'll call it a pick is kind of bouncing. Like here at the South Point, Washington's lane one, but you can find plenty of books where Seattle's lane. Yeah, Patrick, it's really been fascinating. A lot of back and forth, and I think the odds makers may just say, hey, let's split the difference and make it a pick em. But you have kind of two teams below 500, but trending in opposite directions here, like Seattle, 3-7 and seven straight up. They started 2-2. Two and two. They're 1-5 and five their last six. You lose to Arizona, and Colt McCoy is a 5.5-point favorite last week. On the flip side, the football team, you know, Chase Young gets hurt. You kind of had high expectations for this team, and then you said, hey, it's not their year. But they've turned it on a little bit. One, two in a row. You beat Tampa. You beat Carolina. Both dog-type situations. So on the one hand, early, on Patrick you know a lot of these look at numbers you know if you go back a couple weeks it was like Seattle minus three and a half but really it kind of opened at Seattle around laying one and a half on the road and really early in the week you saw a flood of Washington money and I'm saying hey dog to fave line move Washington they open getting one and a half they flip to minus one and a half makes sense Seattle doesn't look like themselves and Washington's playing better as of late but over the last 24, 48 hours, you've had some buyback on Seattle when they were getting one and a half or one, you know, bringing it back down to a pick em. Now I'm seeing some shops even hop the fence. And great point by you, Patrick. No matter who you like, shop for the best line because there are some minus one Washingtons. There are now some minus one Seattles. There's some pick ems here. But I'm looking at Washington here, guys. You know, one thing that jumped out to me from BetMGM, 66% of bets are on Seattle tonight. So it's just one of those, I know, you know, they've struggled, but it's Russell Wilson. It's prime time. It's a short number. That's value. Don't outsmart it. Don't outsmart it. Just take Seattle. But now that you're getting these plus ones with Washington, you're matching a lot of these primetime dog system matches, you know, uh, conference dog seven or less matches, home contrarian matches. And if you look at uh, so far this year on Monday Night Football, guys, not worrying about the, the spreads. We know dogs have done well in prime time. But just winning the game, 10-1 and one straight up, Monday Night Football home team. So that would match on Washington here. I don't blame anyone for buying low on Seattle. I think there, you can make a case there. But I'm going to go contrarian. I'm going to stick with Washington team. Uh, this Washington team playing better as of late. You could wait out, maybe get a one and a half, maybe get a one, maybe get a money line. But I'm, I'm on Washington here tonight, guys. I mean, I think this line is indicative of people really just guessing. I, I don't think anybody who has a power ranking can predict this game. I really don't because you just don't know where it's going to go. You, you can't say Russell's going to throw the ball better because, as Will Hill said, when you watch the tape, he had guys wide open. And, you know, you just don't know how to handicap that. He, he The cold weather with his finger, is it going to affect him throwing? Typically, cold weather never bothers Russell. He played at University of Wisconsin. Even though he's from North Carolina, he's always been very good. But to me, you know, I, I think this is one of those where it's a guess. You're going one way, and I think it's more of an in-play game betting 
than it is a system matched game. Because I don't know what system you could match it to based on the unpredictability of both these teams. And Josh, I know the unders are catching up in prime time for the season. You see a total. Now, this is a Seattle team, a total of 47, open 46 and a half. You can walk me through that. But Seattle's cashed eight straight unders. Washington's cashed four of their last five, yet we're seeing the total jump a little bit. Yeah, it has ticked up a little bit. If you look at some of these BetMGM dollar versus discrepancies, I think it's like kind of like 50-50 betting, but a little bit more money on the over. So you are getting in some over money here. And Patrick, you hit the nail on the head. You know, we started the year with these primetime uh, overs killing it. They're 8-0 to start. But now you've seen a ton of regression. Over the last month, these primetime unders are 16-8. and So now they're above 500 on the year, and they've done pretty well. Michael makes a great point. It's really not the cold that's going to affect this. It's really the wind. And you don't have a ton of wind tonight. Yes, it's going to be about 30, 35 degrees. It really kind of a clear night it's gonna be a great night to watch uh, you know on tv uh but you're not getting 10 to 15 mile an hour of winds it's just around five i would lean under or nothing here just from what you've seen i know dave tooley had a really good article for vison.com where he was leaning under tonight you do have clay martin who's a good under ref historically 57 percent and as you mentioned patrick uh the seahawks eight one and one to the under so to me it's under or nothing uh but i'm with michael this is a tough one no matter what position you're taking here because you're kind of down the middle and i think you can make cases for both just a quick plug on what you just said there. The, the daily newsletter, which is completely free, you can go sign up for it right now at vcin.com. Uh, it's free. So you just put your email address in there, and you get these email blasts every single morning, which are perfect to wake up to. Dave Tooley, Josh contributes daily. Every sport covered in the daily news, uh, daily email, which comes out. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, 47, and now Washington's won. I, I think, Michael, you, you put it right as far as guessing, because even the books are guessing. One book says yeah, Seattle lane one. Guessing. One book has a pick em. One book has Washington lane one. I it's mean, a guess. <laughs> It's uncertain, and I think until you get into that first quarter, I think you're better off letting the game, watch the game, and then see, is Wilson back? If he looks good in the first quarter and they have the opening drive and they move the ball, okay, maybe you want to go. They'll adjust the number. So I, I think you're if you, if you go one way or the other, I think you're just guessing. I mean, last night, I mean, I, mean, I like Baltimore going into that game last night only because I felt like that Cleveland can't score. You know, and unless something changed in the first quarter and watching Cleveland, you know, opening drive against New England, seven points, nothing else after that. This offense for Cleveland, you could see it in the first quarter, wasn't going to get it done. I think you could see that tonight when you watch the game. Josh, we got a minute left. Next Monday night's going to be lit because New England's at Buffalo. Where's the number there? Oh, man, can't wait to sweat this game, guys. A lot of implications here for that AFC East. You're seeing movement toward the Patriots. I'm a little concerned it's going to become a really popular, you know, trendy dog, which I like to bet against these trendy dogs. But if you look at the line movement early, and we always talk about early moves are really bet by, you know, bettors who have their own numbers and see value based on what the odds makers are hanging, you're seeing the movement toward the Patriots. A lot of these books open Buffalo uh, either laying three or some books even open minus three and a half. It's down to three, and it looks like it may be getting down to two and a half. If you like the Patriots, don't wait it out. This three might be gone soon grab the three if you like it josh wft baby washington football team tonight <laughs> good luck the market insights is the pod of course you can see josh and pritch later on betting across america enjoy it josh thank you thanks, thanks guys josh. appreciate it okay the dominance for new england continues we haven't touched on it but we're going to get to it next here on the lombardi line At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, tonight welcomes you to the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either Seattle or Washington, and if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets. It's pretty great, regardless of the bet's outcome. So use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200 tonight. Washington, Seattle. Either team scores a touchdown on a $10 investment. We'll recoup you 200 bucks. 1-800 Gambler if you do have an issue. Okay, we're back here on the Lombardi line. And so we should probably discuss a team we haven't even discussed. And that is yeah. the Patriots. And you know what else is? I was just thinking about the Patriots. So last night, uh, excuse me, yesterday, they beat up on Tennessee. A short Tennessee team, of course. 36-13. They closed seven. But they've got a late buy. I think they have the latest buy. Uh, December 12th, maybe. So the Patriots are going to go into that bye and be able to come out fresh late in the year. But this is six straight, and they're beating teams by over 25 points. So they, they, they have the bye after the Monday game, and then they play Saturday, December the 18th in Indianapolis coming off the bye. They have two more home, they have two road games coming up, and then they play Buffalo and Jacksonville at home, and then they close the season in Miami. So, you know, they got a pretty tough road ahead of them. Uh, Miami's certainly playing better. Jacksonville at home. How many people will be near the heaters in that game? But anyway, that's January 2nd, too. Look, I, I, yesterday I did not think the Patriots played that well. I mean, they gave up 270 yards on the ground. They're up 16 to six at the end of the, with a minute to go in the first half, and they give up a 70-yard nickel run. They miss about four tackles. It's the perfect scenario for Coach Belichick: win, but still be able to complain. Win and still go out there and say, "Let's go get better," you know. And that's what they'll do. They only gave up 85 yards passing in the game. So the last four weeks, the most yards passing they've given up in the last first in the last four weeks is 162. Dallas threw for 445 against them. So you can see the major correction, you know, in, in, in the last four weeks in terms of being really good in the kicking game. And then they forced four turnovers. That's two weeks in a row now. They forced eight turnovers and have only given the ball away one time. So, you know, that's their recipe, you know, and they're playing with a rookie quarterback. I mean, we don't want to talk about it, but they're playing, you know, the kid's still a rookie quarterback. He throws for 289 yesterday, and, and I don't think he played – to his best level, but he certainly is improving every single week. And, you know, they hold an opponent. I mean, since Dallas scored 35 on them, the most points anybody's ever scored is 24. I mean, they've, they've, had, they've had four games, five games, where they've held the opponent to 13 or less. And they, Six games, excuse yeah, me. In the games. last six weeks, they, they've, they, in the last six weeks, uh, five of those games, opponents have been 13 or less. And in the last four weeks, they've shut out their opponent in the second half. That's pretty cool. Like, I, I don't know how much oftentimes they hear differences about halftime adjustments. Something's happening at halftime with Bill. Yeah, well, he's, it's all about the adjustments. That's what he's prepared the whole week for is the adjustments. His idea of practice is to prepare for the adjustments. This is why we practice. We don't practice just to run these plays. We practice to run the adjustments to these plays based on what they're going to do to us. And then we adjust accordingly. That's why it was so hard for, for Carolina to play Miami yesterday because Miami is a game-specific defensive game plan. So what, what happens is, you know, if we get in this formation against a team, we know they like to do this, okay? So they check into the, something like that. Well, what, what happens when you play a specific team that doesn't do that, 
right, that doesn't do that, you, you don't know what they're going to do against that check. So it becomes a lot of uncertainty. So then you've got to gather the data, you've got to figure it out on the course, and then go and implement it during the game. That's hard for some coordinators. Now, Brian Dayball, the defense coordinator in this game, he won't, you know, the offense coordinator, he knows the Patriots are very unpredictable. He'll study just the Patriots tape. And the Patriots know Dayball likes to run plays that have been successful against their defense. So they'll study all those plays. So it'll be a very good chess match. You mentioned the takeaways. They're second in turnover differential, and they pick off everything. They lead the NFL in, in interceptions. It's just what they do. I mean, this is it's a ball-hawking defense in the back end. They have 18 turnovers since week five of the season they've created. 18. It's incredible. You know, and so they're, they're, they're playing opportunistic. They're very good. They're ver- and, you know, this is a team that, that has not been good in the red zone. They're 24th overall in the red zone. Their defense is great in the red zone, but they have not been great. But Mack is starting to get a feel for it in the red zone. His yards per attempt is up to 7.5. So, you know, he's starting to throw the ball. All those naysayers says he can't throw the ball down the field. That's changed a lot. You know, he is throwing it up the field. He's getting much better protection in the pocket. You know, the thing that, that, that people don't understand is the Patriots will continue to get better because they continue to practice. And practice execution becomes game reality. There it is. Well put. Then we travel next Monday. So they get an extra day's rest here, but they got an extra day to practice, I should say. Uh, New England's going to head to Buffalo, and that number is three across the board, 110 pretty much everywhere. So Buffalo lane three. I cannot wait for that Monday night game. No, that'll be a great one. I mean, you know, this will be a – look, I said this to Bill Berman just to, you know, let's, let's be honest. This is a rookie quarterback going into a very, very hostile environment. This will be the hardest game Mac Jones has played in his in his Patriot career. The Buffalo fans they'll be they'll be, they'll be drinking all day. It'll be cold. It'll be you know it'll be a fast game. They'll try to do a lot of different things to confuse him, to make it, to attack their protections. The Patriots are going to have to run the football. They're going to have to keep keep Josh Allen in the pocket, make him beat you from the pocket. This will be a true game plan game to get through the early phases of the game and not lose it there as Mac Jones kind of gets acquainted to what he's got to deal with up there in a hostile environment. I know he's a rookie. I just, I, it doesn't, it wouldn't push me don't off. Seem like it, right? you know, no, it doesn't seem like it, right? No, I mean, we, we don't talk enough about it. I mean, all these other rookie quarterbacks are throwing for 110 yards. I mean, poor, poor, poor Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this poor guy. Oh, he's... Could you imagine if Josh McDaniel was coaching Trevor Lawrence? What would happen there? It's just funny. We hear constantly that he's, a, you know, he's got Bill Belichick. He's a rookie, yet he has a system. But, I mean, look at Peyton. Look at, you know, you, you can go through a million quarterbacks that in, their, in their debut year. Troy Aikman, whomever you want to say, that struggled. It takes a while to adjust the speed of the game, and he's, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it really well, you know, and, he, and he's had moments where he hasn't played well. The Jets game, he was great. You know, the Carolina Panther game, he was so-so. But, you know, in the, last, in the last seven weeks, their run game has been really, really good. I mean, yesterday you could just tell that Vrabel was not going to – Vrabel was going to make Mac Jones beat him in the game. You know, he loaded the box up. He said, hey, look, you're not going to run the ball, and they couldn't. And then they went into a, a passing mode, and he throws for 289 in the game. No interceptions, makes a lot of good throws. I mean, the throw he makes to Bourne, he, he's got Hunter Henry wide open. He's supposed to, you know, he throws it. He makes good decisions with the football. Yeah, I'm just thinking of there's a throw Roethlisberger who just didn't see the safety come over on the pick, and it's just like that's a rookie play. You don't see those from Mac as much. You know, you just don't see the really, really big mistakes. They do a really good job of practicing what he's going to see, you know, and they do a real good job of making practice harder. They don't rehearse. They practice. So they're not out there just trying to get the perfect plays off in the perfect weather. Let's go indoors and let's get warm. You know, they're out there in the cold where it's hard, and then they want to make sure that it's hard. They want to make sure that, you know, Urban, this is the difference between Urban Meyer and Bill Belichick. Urban Meyer doesn't know who's in the game at the end of the game because he likes to micromanage. He doesn't want to micromanage. Meanwhile, Belichick wants to know what's on the card on the third period in the third play of the offense so that they're not going against something that's easy. Right. I mean, that's attention to detail. You know, he, look, let's make this card hard. He's got a guy who draws the cards so that Josh McDaniels doesn't know who, who, what, what defense he's facing. So that, that's how you make practice harder. 
What did you say? It's not practice. What, what, what is the quote? It's yeah, practice. You know, prac the, 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 the quote that they believe in, and it's true, is, is practice execution becomes game reality. I like that. So, that, and that's what, and that's why last year when they didn't have that, when everybody was saying Belichick's done, and it was all Brady that the reason why they won is because they didn't have OTAs, they didn't have mini camps, they didn't practice the whole month of October, they couldn't do what they typically do. He lost, he lost his utility belt. So my question for you, as we got about a minute and a half here to say goodbye, what what are we doing tonight? Seattle, Washington, pick them. I'm not going to give you uh, either way. I'll just say pick them, and then you walk me through what you're thinking. I, I'm leaning towards Seattle because history says that Russell Wilson isn't. I mean, it isn't like he's had an injury. He, he hasn't just fallen off the cliff. I'm leaning towards Seattle, but I would say in-game betting would be the best thing to do. You know, I'm not sold on the Washington football team turning this thing around. I'm really not. Uh, but, you know, I do recognize they've played better, and I do recognize Taylor Heineke played well. They dominated the middle eight last week is why they won it. I mean, Ken Norton always, to me, is, is a marginal uh, defensive coordinator, so it does favor Washington. I lean Seattle in-game first quarter. Do you have a lean as far as the scoring? 47 is the total. I lean towards the under here. Yeah, I thought you might. Okay, well, it's going to be freezing down in D.C. It's going to be cold in Jersey, so enjoy it and stay warm tonight, Michael. Enjoy the game. Thanks, Patrick. Enjoy okay. your days off. Okay, we'll see, you on, we'll see you on Thursday. There goes Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi, NFL. Y'all have a great one. Good luck on Monday night. Odds on coming up next. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.